My name is Sean Jordan. Welcome to the Adaptive Outdoorsman Podcast. Here we'll be discussing the history and legacy behind disabled hunters, trappers, anglers, and how they adapt and persevere in the woods, on the line, and on the water. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. I'd like to introduce today's guest, Jared Larson, Marketing Manager for OnX, the nation's most used app for hunting, mapping, and more. Welcome to the show, Jared. Hey, appreciate you having me on, Sean. Uh, always always look forward to chatting hunting and OnX and uh, helping people better enjoy their outdoor experiences and be as effective as possible with the limited time that so many of us have to uh, enjoy the woods. And that's uh, that's what OnX is built for, is, is helping you be more effective, more efficient, and just making the most out of the time that you have to spend in the great outdoors. Yeah, I know I've used Onyx a lot this past year, just uh, showing people, looking up maps from different states, talking with people, and, you know, looking up landowners, using it on public land. It's actually helped me out greatly. It's a great tool. The use cases are fairly endless and, you know, obviously you and I have, have spent a fair amount of time hunting before Onyx ever came about. Um, but shoot, after using it the last eight years, I would have a tough time uh, going back to the woods without it. Um, you know, it's, it's somewhat sad that I'm always pulling my phone out, checking a boundary, seeing where I'm at, trying to pinpoint a gobbler or an elk bugle or staring at my map while I'm sitting in my tree stand, scheming up my next set that I'm going to hang. Cause my current one isn't worth anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on, I'm on that app a ton while in the woods, just trying to put myself in the most uh, successful situation I can. Yeah. I used it this past year for morning dove hunting. I had gotten a draw at my local reservoir. And so we drew it, we well, drove out to where the area was and we had, you know, find our location and everything. And it was great to put a marker down for where we put the car, our truck, and then the mile walked to the freaking spot afterwards on the cornfield. And I was like, okay, how many miles did I walk there? Too many. <laughs> Yep, it yeah. uh, it'll certainly tell you when you do that. But I mean, that tracking feature is is so dang useful. I think a lot of people underutilize it. Um, I mean, just as far as you know, tracking in entrance and exit routes into your tree stand that then you can save and and share to your buddies, or when you're out scouting waterfowl or you know doves or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, tracking everywhere you drove that day to know where you have covered, where you haven't covered. Uh, yeah, no, there's there's all sorts of good stuff in there, but. Um, yeah, getting out dove hunting, that's as good as it gets for September 1st. Yeah. Although I didn't bag a single one. It's been, <laughs> it's been an off year for water fat, for a wing shooting for me. And I think I've only bagged one morning dove my entire shot, uh, overall. So I've only had about two seasons I went out for. So, well, one, one morning dove will, uh, serve like. A quarter serving of, of lunch, so you're you're on your way. Yeah. I'm hoping next year gets a little bit more, obviously. <laughs> so using it on public land, because I don't know if there was too many sunflower fields around my area. Well, you can go into, uh, if you go into your map layers and then uh, the crop data layers, you can actually 
seek out sunflower seed fields. Um, you know, that's a layer inside of the app now. That said, it does go on uh, data from the prior year. And to be honest with you, I do not have any idea on how farmers might rotate, crop rotate sunflowers. Um, but Usually they just keep growing them, I think. Well, and if that's the case, then if you find sunflowers, you're probably going to have more sunflowers. Uh, that's something. But yeah. So how did Onyx get started? Yeah. So, I mean, Onyx was founded by a friend of mine, Eric Siegfried. Um, you know, I, I really only know him through working here, but he was the founder and active CEO for quite a number of years. He founded it in 2009. Uh, he was a, a hunting guide in Eastern Montana and um, was just tired of, you know, seeing a fence and not really knowing if it was meaningful or not. Uh, you yeah. know, out West here so often when you're on large tracts of national forest or, Bureau of Land Management grounds. There's there's cattle fences because uh, you know a lot of times there's cattle grazing um, on those public lands, and so he started to piece together um, you know data from like Montana Cadastral, uh, which is you know just the the government site that keeps track of land ownership data, um, yep. and started to put it on his own little micro SD card that then he could put into a GPS unit. Um, and have that pull up land ownership boundaries. And so he just started using it for himself uh, as a tool, as a hunting guide, um, and then realized the opportunity that he had kind of forged um, without really intending to. And then he started to just expand, started in Western states um, with just the, the GPS chip. And then he went, you know, to all 50 states eventually with that. Um, but then, oh, I want to say in 2014, uh, the first application for, um, you know, smartphones with the hunt app was launched. Um, yeah. and I started there in 2017. So the app had been live for a couple of years before I started. Um, but yeah, I mean the vision that he had, I mean, I, I don't think even he himself ever thought it would, uh, turn into the business that it has today, um, with the number of users that it has and the number of folks that it empowers to have more successful and, more enjoyable experiences when they're, when they're out in the woods recreating. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was founded by a true hunter to his core and just solving a need that he and many others had. So that's, that's how I got started. And then obviously after the app was developed, um, you know, fairly quickly GPSs came by and large obsolete, uh, you know, being able to save offline maps on your phone, having your little blue location dot that you always have, whether you have service or not, um, on your phone via satellite. And it just opened up a whole new world of possibilities and the ability to, uh, you know, advance with technology through the app with, you know, layers like I just mentioned with crop data. Um, you know, we have layers that are based off of, uh, you know, AI determining the reflectivity of different t tree types of leaves to determine what the predominant tree species is in any area. Hmm. Um, with the, the, the tree species habitat and uh, cover types inside of the hunt app. And I mean, there's just, there's so many things that you can create nowadays inside of an app um, that are useful to whether you're a hunter or an off-roader, uh, whatever you may be doing, recreating outside, you know, Onyx is, is certainly a tool that can be leveraged and utilized. Yeah. Now I know you guys have, I think what four different styles of onyx hunt it's the backcountry 
the main road one, the original hunt, and then good lord. Yeah, so so we have Onyx Hunt, which is the the first product that we ever had. Uh, you know, built by hunters for hunters. You know, the whole hunt team internally at Onyx uh, yep. were all avid hunters, um, and you know. Of course, we we thrive on customer feedback as far as folks telling us what they'd like to see. But we're also out there putting that product through the paces every fall um, to, to better it for future seasons. And then the off-road app, you know, built for off-roading, overlanding, those type of folks that are looking to drive their Jeeps or their custom builds around. Um, and then backcountry is positioned for, you know, like the more generalist hiker um you know it has a lot for like backcountry skiing and snowboarding um as far as helping you navigate avalanche terrain and slope aspect and all those things and then um the onyx fish product is actually um it's in beta right now um but you can find it at our website if you do some searching uh and that product will go to market here in the next oh few months um we'll we'll have an onyx fish product nice yeah, I just thought there was one for just main roads, like uh, general traffic. But no, it's the fishing. <laughs> that was good. Yep, yep. We aren't trying to compete with Google or Apple Maps at this point. Yeah, right. Hey, get, check out all these country roads you can go on that we actually see. They don't. Because <laughs> you look at some of those Google Maps or GPS, Apple or whatever, and they're like, please turn here. What road? Yep. Sometimes they're a bit misguided once you get off the pavement. Yeah. So with the app, when you do the offline map tracking or whatnot, does, if you have, well, I want to say, can you share your location with other people while using that type of mapping system? So we do not yet have like a a buddy tracker or a share my location. Um, It's something that's been long requested and we uh, we're really trying to build it in a way that it's usable offline. Um, You know, there's Mm -hmm. other apps out there, um, you know, in the non hunting space, just in like the general consumer space uh, where you can follow another person's activity via the app when they're in service. Um, But as you know, so much of hunting happens outside of service or on fringe service that when we go to market with a a buddy tracker or the ability to see your hunting partners, uh, we really want it to be capable when you don't have service, uh, lofty goal that we have not figured out a way to make that happen yet. Um, but, uh, hopefully in the near future, we'll, uh, we'll just make it available for service and then hopefully, uh, eventually down the road, develop something that allows you to do it with no service. Yeah, that would be, very good. I know several people with disabilities and a buddy of mine from Jer- New Jersey, he's a quadriplegic. And one time he told me he fell out of his chair in the snow and he didn't have a way of communicating with people. And so thinking about how, oh, hey, I have on X, boom, at people at the house, somebody knows, hey, this guy needs help, like an emergency beacon or something like Boom, boom, help, help, fallen, you know, yep. hopefully the phone's intact. If somebody like, like you talking about in the backcountry, you fell down, you got hurt or worst case scenario, a big animal decided to hurt you. 
Yeah, I mean, there's endless use cases. You know, I mean, like probably the most common one would be somebody falling out of a tree stand. Um, you know, which yep. that would be an invaluable tool to have. And like right now, you can certainly share a waypoint with you know your spouse or your dad or your mom or whoever it might be. That way, somebody at least knows what tree stand you were sitting in. Um, and if you're not home, you know, hour after yep. dark, somebody at least knows where to look for you. But yeah, that buddy tracker would solve a lot of those problems. And uh, yeah, well. We'll continue to work at it and uh, keep it towards the top of the list of things that we need to innovate on. Yeah, I know my wife, she talks, we got this app for family tracking, like that Life360. Yep. And I think it's my phone that's the problem because it keeps on showcasing me moving left and right, left and right. (laughs) And it's just like, wow. I know I've actually used the the Onyx app in indianapolis of all places went down to a colts game and putting that waypoint on where we're parked yeah on the truck and walking to the stadium knowing exactly where to go and then actually utilizing the map for the street itself not using google maps using on x because of the heavy detail on all the roads and everything we were able to get out of indian an hour nice i love it and that yeah that was with a colts game going yeah, I, I use that all the time. I mean, not too long ago, I uh, yeah shared a waypoint with uh, with my girlfriend as far as like, hey, I left the truck for you at the airport right here. Um, yeah, it, it's funny how often you start to use that app for non-hunting or non-outdoor activities once you're familiar with it and you understand all the nuanced use cases for it. Um, mm-hmm. Navigating in the city can certainly be one of them. Yeah, and to be able to zoom in on the map really you know getting to that i'm sorry i've been up since three so my words are slow to come today for some yeah just really granular detail be able to to zoom in and have great resolution still be able to see everything clearly understand where you are um yeah put the marker down yep uh that's that is great because you see some of those apps where you're like oh i'm gonna put a marker down where is it here it is now yeah, whether it's 50 yards off or 100 yards off or whatever it may be leading you astray. Yeah, versus, hey, you got about three feet off. Okay, not a big deal. Yep. I remember my cousin, he was sending me GPS coordinates from his phone. This is before I got the app, and I don't know if he's got the app or not, but he was sending me just GPS coordinates via text, you know, that standard thing. And, nowhere near as accurate as on X in any way, shape or form. Yeah. You know, I mean, just depending on uh, where he pulled the GPS coordinates from, or, you know, if you're, if you're a couple GPS decimals off, yeah, it's, it's going to lead you a little bit astray and being able to share waypoints is a pretty surefire way of uh, knowing exactly where you're sending somebody. Yep. Now, is Onyx looking f- to showcase where people with disabilities can access certain points in the woods? So that's that's an interesting question. And I mean, to, to some extent, like we have some of that data. So if you turn on our rec points layer, um, mm-hmm. that's within the, the map layers there, that will show... Um, some areas that have like wheelchair accessible. Um, mm-hmm. 
But, you know, I know there's so many organizations doing good things for folks with disabilities as far as have, you know, whether whether it's a, a private duck club that has a blind that's wheelchair accessible or, you know, a, a deer club that, you know, hosts a disabled uh, disabled veterans hunt or something like that. And they have a bunch of access in order to get more folks um, with with those disabilities out into the woods. We have a lot of work to do as far as getting all of those private entities up and, and even some of the lesser known public ones. But we certainly have started uh, a little bit down that road, showcasing some of that within our rec point data. Um, but I mean, if there's data sets out there, I would love to see them. You know, that's of course the, the difficult part of adding things like that into the hunt app is it all takes, yeah. it all takes manual digging and labor and finding in order to, to find those things. And then B, you know, like, let's say there is an organization that has 20 handicap accessible duck blinds throughout the state of Arkansas. We still need there to be, uh, data from yeah. that organization, that entity that says, Hey, like these are the coordinates of the locations of these duck blinds. You guys have our permission to put that in the app and then we can go forth and like get that data, transfer it into our platform and present it. Um, but obviously the last thing we want to do is have inaccurate data where, you know, Bob reaches out and says, Hey, there's handicap accessible duck blinds here, here, and here. But without any verified source of it, you know, that's a hard thing for us to put in the app. So, I mean, if there's folks listening to this that have or know of data sets uh, that, you know, points to handicap accessible hunting areas or blinds or whatever it may be. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'd love to I'd love to get my hands on. Them. Yeah, I know there's a bunch of places that I talk to with uh, people with disabilities and they could definitely help out with that if you know you get guys get in contact with them talk with them i mean i know uh up in michigan there's a place that's uh you know private land or whatnot but they're handicap accessible they've got all the fun stuff but yeah i mean it's a great idea to get in touch with them and get the information so you know it can be offered for Everybody. If you want to provide that segue, you know how to get to me. Right. I mean, it's definitely something that you normal normally people don't think about when they're using the app. It's like, oh, uh, can a person with a track chair be able to get into and out of this area? Or do I have to use something else? I know, like we were talking earlier about pinport accuracy be able to see how big the trailhead is oh sure as well yeah like how wide a trail is to if you could even get a chair down it type of situation yeah have you ever seen anybody using those action track chairs Uh, i have uh only on one occasion but those things are pretty unbelievable um obviously wildly expensive and You know, Mm -hmm. they're probably not in the realm of realism for many people. Uh, But yeah, I actually know a couple orgs that have like raised money in order to buy those and give them away. Um, You know, in fact, I've donated a fair amount of Onyx memberships or even monetarily to organizations that have done things of that nature. Uh, I mean, there's there's some pretty unique ways that folks are getting 
disabled people hunting. I'm sure I'm sure you've seen like the pickup pickup bed rigs that's like transformed into a hunting blind. Um, oh yeah. That, you know, handicapped people are in some states allowed to hunt out of. Um, yeah, no, I, I, and I love it. You know, any way that you can get more people involved in the outdoors, I'm all for. Um, because the more folks that we have hunting means the more people advocating for it. And, uh, you know, the stronger we are as a whole, um, as a collective group of hunters across America, because it's it's pretty obvious that many of our uh nation's leaders, our social platforms are fairly anti-gun, anti-hunt. Um, so the more people that we can get on the same team, working towards the same goals, advocating for the same things is uh, a win for everybody. I think that works for me. Now, you said you've donated to several organizations. Uh, does Onyx as a whole donate to organizations as well, or is that just a person-by-person basis? Oh no, that was that was me speaking be- on behalf of the organization. I, Onyx, okay. I mean, we we donate. Uh, I mean, I couldn't even try. I would guess to the to the realm of probably ten thousand app cards every single year to various organizations. Um, you know, like if you're listening to this right now and you are somebody that runs an organization that takes, uh, you know, disability people out hunting or veterans out hunting or you run a local NWTF chapter. Uh, you know, re- we have a donation request form at the onxmaps.com website. You know, if you scroll to the bottom of that main page, you can find our donation request form. And, um, you know, because we do have a technical product and not a physical product, um, we really, we don't say no to anybody as far as if they are part of a legit organization doing betterment for the hunting community. Um, we're going to donate some app cards to you to help you raise funds and raise money. Uh, because you know, it's, again, it's, it's not a physical product. We're able to add incremental users, um, and and provide those donations. And it's something that we take pride in as far as, uh, being a company that is always willing to support, uh, the better good of the hunting community. Yeah. And I know that, uh, you guys sponsor a lot of, um, shooting tournaments as well that, have uh, worked with people with disabilities such as uh, MAF or yep. Archery. Uh, I think I just said the last one wrong. Archery in the that- schools program or um, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of them that, that uh, provide those opportunities to folks that otherwise wouldn't. Yeah. So do you see Onyx and I know we've covered it a little bit with uh, the beacon and all that, but do you see Onyx doing something and gearing it towards people with disabilities in the future? Uh, I I mean, as far as like an entirely separate app, I don't, I don't know that that's in the realm of feasibility. Um, Probably not with a separate app, but like something specialized that they can uh, fill out information on and say, these are my limitations and help it like zero in on certain things they can Yeah, sure. Like a, like a filtering system to help you find something that fits your abilities within X mile radius or things of that nature. Uh, That's a super interesting idea. And like, we've definitely kicked around um, ideas internally as far as, uh, you know, like show me the area that 
you know, sees the, the most amount of oak trees in any given distance from me. You know, that's just an example that, that we've done internally just to find, you know, a hot food source for whitetail hunting. Not something that I am aware that we've thought of from a disabled hunter's standpoint as far as like, hey, I'm in a wheelchair. I would love to go hunting. Can you show me any uh, handicap accessible public land areas within 100 miles? Uh, not something that has been on my awareness, but I will certainly bring it up with the greater team. Um, you know, I'd actually be really interested in, in to, to learn some statistics on how many disabled hunters there are in the nation because a, I don't know if that data even exists, but B, I'd be very interested to, to understand like how many folks that is. Yeah. And the amount of people with disabilities that people think about is, Oh, they're just a certain type. You know, most people think wheelchair, but me, I was born with bilateral club feet and I had surgeries on my feet to correct that. And so walking is a very fun thing for me. Okay. <laughs> so being able to see like, oh, this is a good area to go to for, like you were saying, uh, hunting for, you know, off a of feed or whatnot, or, yeah. oh, that's an open field that I can get to that I have a good visibility to. I don't need to climb up into a tree, which I don't like doing anyways. It's not so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine when you have uh, foot issues, climbing into a tree is a little sketchy. But no, that's that's a really interesting and progressive idea as far as like helping folks like yourself and, and like so many others that <clears throat> face some type of physical challenge when getting outdoors, you know, aiding them a little bit in finding a place that's suitable for their needs. That's that's really helpful. And I appreciate you guys thinking about it, talking about it. And like you said, user feedback is something that is paramount for you guys to improve the app and its usability. And it's great. I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been using it for, God, almost a year now, I think. It's going on a year yeah. in June, I think, around my son's birthday. And yeah, I'm, I love the app now. Well, and, and that's just it. It's like if, if there's folks listening to this that, you know, would find value in that, um, like help at onxmaps.com is kind of our main line of communication with all of our consumers. Uh, I mean, if you guys would love to see some of that stuff, we'd love to hear from you. If you guys have some of the data sets that I spoke on, if you're part of an organization or part of a hunt club that has handicap accessible um, areas to be hunted, I would love to see those data sets and we'll certainly push for that stuff to get put into the app because at the end of the day, uh, again, the more people that we can empower to have great experiences in the out, excuse me, in the outdoors, the everyone's winning. Nice. Now I know we've talked about this a lot, but have you been a lifelong hunter or did you start later in life? No, I have been a lifelong hunter. I was fortunate enough to uh, to grow up in a family that very much was ingrained in hunting. My brother, my dad, uh, my sister, my uncles, cousins. Um, so I did not have the steep learning curve and just the, the very difficult journey that it very much is to become a hunter on your own terms in adulthood. Uh, I mean, it's expensive. 
It's very mm -hmm. nuanced knowledge. Uh, it's a lot of time spent typically before you're ever successful because it is not an easy endeavor. Um, but I would say starting with the hunt app is a great place because if nothing else, it'll give you clear confidence on where you can hunt if you don't own your own property or have private property accessible to you. Finding public land and huntable public land um, is very much a hurdle. Uh, it, it's, it, it's uncomfortable to not be 100% sure of like, okay, I can hunt here or I cannot hunt here. Um, and Onyx takes a lot of the guesswork out of that. Have, have you been a lifelong hunter or were you uh, forced to make the journey on your own? I was given uh, insight into hunting because I was trying to bond with my father-in-law. My son was about one years old. He's going to be 10 this year. So smack dab, first season, public land hunting. It was firearms opener. My first time ever at 29. So... It's going on 10 years hunting now. And that was one of those wild experiences where I was wearing still toes in the woods at, you know, 30 degrees. Got a little cold. Just a little bit. And I lost my first year that uh, very day. So got that, that out of the way. Yep. That happens. So that ground I know like the back of my hand, even if it changes up or whatnot, but it's great to have, like I'm saying, and I, I think this is just going to be a, uh, this episode is just going to be a complete little, uh, love letter to on X. I swear to God, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's a great app to use to be able to see where those land barriers are at. Because one time it was a while back, my father-in-law, we were hunting on public land and we thought a certain extension out was part of the public land. And then I went and went, looked up when I had the app, I'm like, Oh no, please avoid at all costs. Well, well, little, a uh, little boundary that you didn't know about. Hey, pretty much it bordered private land and, you know, reservoir, bunch of farming areas but that was grass at the time and we bounded up right against it and come to find out the wood line behind us was not private a uh, public it was private you don't know what you don't know and 10 years ago you had a lot you had a lot more ability to plead the fifth than you do now yeah right now it's like Okay, let's double check. Nope, don't go there. Go here. Yep. And I know I know if I'm going to do spring turkey uh, without a draw, I'm definitely going to be utilizing that to find the open field that is actually on pro uh, public land. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you put in for some Indiana draw hunts for turkey season? Yeah, I put in for and successfully drew – uh, turkey season draw hunt last this past year and went all three days hunting didn't find anything didn't attract anything but i still say it's a success because i was able to go all three days on the hunt without actually failing uh or hurting myself or whatever else my first time hunting out turkey i end up breaking my foot oh 
Yeah, it was a combo pack of things that I shouldn't have been doing. And then that one fail step where you move a half an inch in your entire body and that one hairline fracture you already had becomes a four-month sit-down and you're waiting on deer season then. Well, hey, better to break your foot during turkey season than deer season because, as you said, you at least have some months to recover before fall. But, yeah, that's uh, – that's no good. Um, but hey, hopefully when you got out those three days, you, you learned something that you can uh, hopefully draw again this spring. Take those learnings and, and find a goblin bird to get on. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be something I'm going to be thinking about. So have you gotten any draw hunts before? Uh, yeah. So I, you know, just there's a product called Hunt Reminder which as an Onyx Elite member, you get access to Hunt Reminder for free. Um, and that tool has opened my eyes to so many turkey draw opportunities um, in particular. Uh, so like I put in for a, a Florida turkey draw, which I knew I wasn't going to get, and I most certainly didn't. Um, but I will probably put in for a Tennessee and a Kentucky draw hunt and a Mississippi draw hunt for turkeys this spring. Um, nice. none of them have real good odds as far as me pulling the actual tag, but you can't, you can't win if you don't play. So we're gonna, we're gonna throw our name in the hat and see what happens. And I think it's, you know, so many of those draw hunts, I think would be a great opportunity, um, for folks with, you know, impaired movement ability or, or any type of disability, just being yep. able to have, you know, a spot to yourself for a few days, or at least a, a far, lesser quantity of folks hunting the same ground as just your general public. Uh, yeah. I would encourage anybody to go look at hunt reminder um, and, and look at all of the different draw hunt opportunities that exist out there. It'll open your eyes uh, as to how many of them there are. And, and if you have kids, the amount of youth draw hunt opportunities for spring turkeys across the, the United States is, is honestly really impressive and awesome that, uh, that so many state agencies value getting youth increased opportunity, um, you know, to really ingrain that into them, you know, as, as they're in those, those very uh, malleable years that shape the rest of their life. If you can get them out into the woods and give them a positive experience, more than likely they're, uh, they're going to be some level of hunter their entire life. Right. Now I know you're talking about some of the different things offered on the app and, I've been seeing those two like uh, different courses, classes. What brought the idea to bring those onto the app? Yeah, so you know, obviously, for a long time, we were just we were just a mapping product, um, and so we realized that we wanted to go beyond the map, um, and so we saw an opportunity there with our elite product. Excuse me, um, which you know prior. To a couple of years back, Elite and Premium were simply separated by how many states of data you had access to. Elite was all 50. Premium was yeah. a single state. Um, and so we had the idea that we would start to bring in, uh, you know, pro deal offerings to our Elite members as well as start to curate education um, with some of our ambassadors and strategic partnerships who were authorities in that particular field, whether that's, you know, learning how to elk hunt, learning how to deer hunt, learning how to turkey hunt, um, you know, learning how to train a, a retriever, learning how to train an upland dog. Uh, and so we just realized that there is, there is a lot of desire for folks to 
have access to good, sound educational courses. Um, And so we found a ton of success uh, offering those like the Hunting Public's Deer School has been uh, widely used by Onyx Elite members. Turkey Academy, which we just created with Mossy Oak um, last spring, has has got a lot of people um, excited and tuned into that. And so anything that we can do to further educate people just goes yep. along with our mission of, of empowering people to have the best experience they can when they're out in the woods. Um, and it's, it's hard to have a great experience in the woods if you don't know where to start and you just don't know how to get started because, you know, hunting is somewhat of a closed community, you know, like I'm yep. not going to go share my hunting spot with somebody that I don't know. Um, and, and so being able to help educate folks on how to be more self-sufficient is paramount yep. in, in keeping the sport going. Now, I've been just going through some of the benefits of the elite member, you know, just going off the top of my head. And it looks like it's, what, about 20%, 10, 20% off is average for it? Uh, it's totally brand specific. Um, and honestly, sometimes they're like one-off promotions. Uh, uh, so, like... First Light Camo, for example, you know, oftentimes they give our elite members early access to their Black Friday sale, um, which allows you to get like guaranteed inventory per se. Um, Like Old Tom Turkey Gear, they offer 25% off their whole site. Um, But yeah, uh, you know, I think there's a fair number of them that are between that 10 and 20% range, um, which, you know, depending on what it is, you know, if it's a... If it's a $150 Rob Roberts custom choke tube, yeah, 10%, you're only saving 15 bucks. But hey, that 15 bucks can uh, probably get you to your hunting spot a time or two. And uh, as you know, uh, with uh, the cost of groceries these days, I'll save 15 bucks everywhere I can. Right. Heck, be able to save a couple of bucks on certain things, getting out, getting that insulated gear, be able to, be able to, uh, keep warm in the winter that works well wow, new boots too <laughs> well hey la- lacrosse is on there so they're uh well and depending on what uh what other boots you're interested in you know if you're after a western boot schnaze is on there they make a great boat um but yeah we we try to build it so you know no matter what species pursuit is your bread and butter that there's going to be at least a few yeah. things that scratch the itch through the the elite benefits. Yeah, I got the uh, twelve hundred grain. I, these boots are about three years old now. They're like the rubber size boots for. I got them from Cabela's. You know, <coughs> two thousand thin slate gear and everything. And yep, because of the way my feet are, I actually am wearing a hole in the back end near the heel on my heel. Huh. Not the outer layer, the inner layer is breaking down. Interesting. Yeah, I have a pair of the 1600 gram Alpha Burleys from Lacrosse, and it's they keep your feet warm, but it's kind of like walking with a couple cinder blocks on your feet. Well, I can't move my feet at all anyway, so <laughs> I got used to walking in those things pretty well. Wool socks, I don't know why, but cotton socks and rubber boots do not mix. They like slide too much. Don't mix, Sean. Amen to that. I was just talking about, you know, taking that out, walking to 
I use the muck boots year-round for like if it's raining or something like that, going feeding the chickens. And so, yeah, putting those on, doing that sort of thing, and then coming back, it's like, why did my feet move, my socks move on me? Yeah, wool, wool socks. Wool in general, uh, I, I mean, I love wearing merino wool. I can't recommend that stuff highly enough. No matter what part of the country you're in, keeps you warm when it's cold and keeps you cool when it's warm. I don't know how yep. it works that way, but it sure does. Yeah, I got some alpaca wool socks. Mm, and yeah. oh, it, it feels like a fuzzy slipper going on your feet. It's great. Yeah, you go from freezing cold t- feet to, oh, this ain't so bad. <laughs> and for me, especially since my feet are the most sensitive part of my body where they get cold the fastest, having that for my feet is awesome. Now, do you guys on the app have any sock companies you have available? No, no sock pro deals yet. Um, but that's an interesting <laughs> thought, you know, like the the darn toughs, the smart wolves of the world. Um, yeah, sometimes when you're spending $35 on a sock, it would be pretty awesome to have a nice little discount on that. Right. It's like, hey, go get your elite membership and you get get 20%, 10, 20% off your socks purchase. And I like how you can do a bundle purchase with 20% off, not just that one pair. Yeah. So is that, and that's how that works out too, is it's a bundle system. It's on checkout, not just on one thing, which we all know couponing is dead in uh, grocery stores, which is the bad part. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I have not used coupon in a grocery store in a minute. But yeah, by, by and large, you know, the, the the benefits that you see on Elite there, if you see 25% off, that's on your shopping cart, not just on an individual item. Yep. So what do you see happening within the next five years for Onyx? Oh, well, the expansion into, you know, fish will definitely be um, an interesting project for the whole team here at Onyx over the next year or two and and how that shakes out. Um, You know, one of our main tenants is uh, to be innovative and, and take risks here at Onyx. So I, I intend for there to be a lot of new innovative features to help um, individuals a- across the landscape, no matter what species, what ability level, uh, to just use the app in a way to be more efficient and more effective through internal education. So you know, like if you were, if you flipped on the acorn producing oaks layer um, mm-hmm. for us to give you a brief overview of like why you want to know where acorns are, um, I would expect to see more, more personalization. So the more mm-hmm. that we can learn about a user, the more helpful that we can be. Um, so like right now, when somebody new signs up for the app, uh, we ask them what species they're most interested in, whether that's turkey, elk, white-tailed deer, mule deer, whatever it is. Um And the only reason we ask that is so we can provide better information to you based on what you're interested in. Um, And so the more information that we can collect like that, you know, like you were talking about with folks with disabilities, if we had a better understanding of who was using our app and, you know, what their limitations were, that would allow us to provide better materials, whether that's through email marketing, in-app messages, push notifications, 
to, to market to those folks in a very genuine manner that matters to the individual, not just to the masses. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something that we're really trying to work on is trying to get to a more personal level with a lot of our consumers to help guide them to exactly what they're interested versus you know what we think they might be interested in. Um, so that's something I'm really looking forward to is, is learning more about the customer and ultimately trying to be more useful as a product to every individual versus just being a useful product for all hunters, if that makes sense. Yep. And I, I just thought of this one idea and I think you could probably do it with what you have, but on the app so far, but trapping line mapping like high detail it'll follow you your entire movements and you can just pretty much see them from uh, from the map to see how where your trapping lines are at and everything yeah I, I mean we could definitely do a little bit more for the trappers i mean especially just the ability to take more detailed notes within a waypoint or having like a journal system um but yeah, you know, you got to drop waypoints and then you got to add notes in the individual waypoints. Um, we could definitely do a little bit more better as far as cohesively managing, whether it's a trap line or your whitetail property or a turkey hunt, um, mm-hmm. just kind of like bundling that content to make it more standalone, which you can create folders inside of the app and do that. But again, it's more of a manual process. Um, and I think a lot of people would benefit from us automating some of that. Yeah. Well, do you want to tell anybody, uh, tell everybody in my listeners on how to reach you or yeah, so, just reach I mean, on X? You can absolutely find me. I mean, I'm on social platforms. Jared C. Larson um, is how you can find me on, on Instagram is primarily where I'm active. Uh, my email address is Jared, J-A-R-E-D period Larson, L-A-R-S-E-N at onxmaps.com. So if you have uh, product features that you would love to see put in there, or you have some of that uh, GIS data um, for blinds that are uh, accessible for disability folks, um, you know, I'd love to hear any and all of that. If you have feedback generally on the product, heck, if you want to tell me a story about the deer you shot in Alabama, I'd love to hear that too. Um, so that's where you can reach me at. And then onxmaps.com is our website which if you want to learn more is a great place to do so otherwise just go to your app store search on x hunt download it you get a seven day free trial to play around on it uh and and give it a look i think it will greatly benefit all of your outdoor pursuits well thank you jared for coming on and telling us about your amazing app that you guys have and like i said this was a love letter to on x hunt for various reasons obviously and so thank you again for coming on and remember everybody stay adaptive